good, world? It's your man's Pen Rosemes. I'm your sister's favorite poet, your mother's favorite podcaster, and a blueprint for every man in your family. Do yourself a favor and get down with this blueprint for a better day, a better week, and quite possibly a better you and get down with Jackie and John on the Jackie and John podcast. And always remember, sex is always better on Tuesdays. Life is as fair as you make it. And even if you're from Ohio, God still loves you. Peace. Coming to you straight from the East Coast of these here un-United States of America. It's the fabulous and gorgeous Jackie with the Cuban ill hustler himself, John. You're tuned in to Jackie and John, the podcast. <laughs> Jackie. John. You're listening to the John Effects Podcast. We are back with a new episode. This is the first for Jackie and John. This is a part two. I am your host, Christopher Ruiz Aguilera, a.k.a. Cuban Rose in the Flesh, the podcast quarterback, Del Cashflow, the Alpha, the Omega, everything in between. And I am here with my partner in crime. Y'all already know who it is. It's me. It's I'm just Jackie. No, aka is I'm just Jackie because I just want to be who I am, me, Jackie. And y'all are mad about it. <laughs> Super mad, okay? So hello. What's going on? Listen. A lot has been going on. First of all, let's let's be clear, people. Let's be clear. This is the part duo. Can we say what it is? The part part two of the drama episode. Yeah, part two of the drama episode. So whoever listened to the part part one, we left you guys right where y'all need to be left, honey. On the edge of your seats, hopefully. Because drama was given to storytelling. Dropping gems. Yes. So if you didn't listen to part one, stop this shit. And go listen to part one and then come back and listen to this part two. And another thing, y'all motherfuckers getting back to back, Jackie and John. Y'all yeah, back y'all getting back. back to back. Y'all because deserve. They do deserve. They so do, if you I haven't know. listened to part one, part one is episode 280, This Ain't Chicken. That is part one with Hello? the iconic Drama Dupree. Mm-hmm. And this is the part two to that. Yes, so I'm excited. So love. Yes, I'm excited. You know, I was gonna ask this question. We always do this. So what's been been going on? Let the audience know, because that's how I'm gonna say it. Because I ain't yet. Let the audience know what's been going on with for you. Um, it's you know not much. You know, my thing is just I'm always so low key. I'm chilling. When Mm -hmm. I say I'm chilling, I'm chilling like a villain. Like I am just blessed and highly favored. And I couldn't uh, ask for more. Like, I always think in the back of my head, when is the other shoe going to drop? Don't do that. I, I, and I'm trying to get out of, I'm trying to get out of that. But, you know, shit, ha- like, things have happened in my life. So mm-hmm. I, I've been in that space where I'm just like, when is the other shoe going to drop? And I'm trying to get out of that. But I'm, I'm, I'm an optimist, but I'm also a realist. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I don't want to... 
I don't want to get in a, a headspace and then boom, something happens. So I'm always yeah. waiting for something to happen so I can overcome and rise above because I'm okay. just, I am formidable. That's cool. Cause I was about to say instead of just thinking of it as waiting for the other shoe to drop, just just be prepared. You know, you we already know stuff comes. Stuff I stay happen. ready so I don't have to get ready. There you go, baby. Boop, boop, boop. So me, I'm just Jackie. Look, I got I, I got a couple of things. So first of all, what's been going on with Jackie, right? Mm -hmm. So I think it was like two, three weeks ago. I don't know. Okay, so today's the 27th. So I guess it's about two, three weeks ago. So I had a little kickback celebration here. You did. In um Houston, um, where I reside now. And you know, I have uh, I had people come out, fly out, pull up, whatever, um, and help celebrate my one year anniversary in Texas. So I want to say shout out to everybody who came. It has really been a year. Like, oh my god, I, like, I, I, I'm just like, oh my god, I remember the last time that I saw you in Virginia. Well, I'm sorry. The well, last let me say this though. I didn't move till October. I didn't fully move until October. I actually put the same day I had to kick back was the exact one year anniversary of when I signed the closing papers on the house. So okay. yeah, so but it was good, it was a good time, you know. Shout out to everybody that came and all that stuff. And um, let me tell you something, baby. It's so much alcohol left over and everything. But I want to give a big, 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 big shout out to the Indiana crew that pulled up. Shout out to the bartender V. Shout out to Chef Swoop because Chef Swoop put it down. Let me tell you something. Me and the girls are still talking about when he cooked us breakfast. This ain't, this ain't even got nothing to do with the kickback. The man mm -hmm. whipped up some shrimp and grits. You know I love me some shrimp and grits. Oh, I love shrimp and grits. And he put it down. So I got, I definitely got to shout out Chef Swoop and um and V the bartender because they ain't have to fly out here to do shit for me, and they did, and I appreciate them. So. Now, another thing before we move along, on a pre, I can't remember which episode it was. I want to say it was the drama part one. Right. And we had this or that. And you said titty fucking or what was it? Oh, titty finger, fucking. Finger something. Finger and, popping or titty fucking. Okay, so I said titty fucking. And somebody had, you know. Carlos said, D. What up, Carlos D.? So let me My answer the brother Carlos D. Let me answer your question. So we, you know, we got sensory spots all over our body and stuff, Ew. right? So my spot might not be somebody else's spot. So what am I getting out of a good titty fuck? Obviously, <laughs> there's there obviously there's some good sensory spots I in between. In between the left titty and the right titty where the dick is going up and down in the groove and it's a nice sensation and the sensation is making me feel like, you know, euphoric and is, you know, making old girl downstairs happy too. So it's it, it's just a good, you it's just a good ass feeling, you know, that's all. Okay. So to answer his question, I hope. I hope. That was enough. <laughs> I think that was enough. Carlos, <laughs> thank you for continuing to rock with us. We appreciate you. Carlos is a longtime listener. He doesn't have Twitter, so... Um, oh, you know, yeah, you can be on Twitter, too. They cutting up on Twitter, Carlos. <laughs> we chat on mm -hmm. IG, so, you know, thank you for bringing that up. Jack. Yes. So, yeah, I'm going to try to address the listeners when I can, so, yeah. But John, are you ready? 
Are you ready? Okay, well, let's let's lean with it, rock with it. We already know what our peoples are here for. Y'all, y'all are here for the shits and shenanigans, the fun, the giggles and stuff. Have a sense of humor, have fun with it. If you if, can take a dick, you can take a joke. Yeah, I mean, you say that. If you take a dick, you can take a joke. So I'm gonna take lead. We're gonna start off with this or that. This or that. Or that. This or that. Hey, this or that. Here we go. That's Dynamic rock. duo or solo dolo. Mm, can I ask this in what context? No, it's any context you, the first context that pops in your head that you want to relate it to. All right, so uh, you know me being me, I'm I'm gonna have to give you layers to it. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to it's it's gonna be so crazy when it comes to reporting. <laughs> I'm gonna say dynamic duo because mm -hmm. when you and I record, it's magic. When Rain and myself record, it's magic. I hold it down solo dolo and it's magic, but it's something about bouncing off of you and bouncing off of rain. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love. Now, when it comes to my personal life and it's on a friendship tip, mm -hmm. I'm going to say dynamic duos. Ray oh. and I are a great dynamic duo. You and myself are a great dynamic duo. And you and myself are a great dynamic when it comes to the dating side, I'm cool with solo dolo. <laughs> I'm, cool. I'm cool. Let me tell you, I'm cool with solo dolo because I've been chatting with some old work from 20 years ago. Mm. And I'm like, he done popped up and I'm like, mm. you 40, I'm 39. Mm -hmm. And you tell us what's your plans? And I'm thinking, I don't want to. I want to. I want to do what I want to do. Like I want to do the the shit I normally do by myself. I'm not trying to kick it and chill with nobody. Mm -hmm. Like I want to do my own stuff. So to answer that, that's that. Okay. So the next one: places to visit, to go travel, Dubai or Cuba. Cuba. So mm -hmm. everyone knows I'm Afro-Cuban. Mm -hmm. And for the longest time, there was a ban on Americans visiting Cuba. Oh, but prior to the ban, my brother was able to go back to Cuba. This was in the early 2000s. Okay. And I, I, didn't, I didn't go because it was something I didn't go because I want to say I was having a Crohn's attack or mm -hmm. something, or it was something school related, I didn't get to go because he's a few years older than I. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, that has soon been lifted. And when I was really thinking about going, then COVID happened. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you, you know, I don't play when it comes to COVID. And now we have monkeypox. So my goal by 45 mm -hmm. is to visit Cuba. Okay, I, I have no I have no desire to go to Abu Dhabi. I feel like if I went to Abu Dhabi, people would think the only reason I went to Abu Dhabi is because I let somebody shit on my chest. And that <laughs> is never gonna happen. My thing is this I have the resources to go mm -hmm. to Abu Dhabi on my own. Okay. 
It looks beautiful. You know, Dubai looks beautiful. You but know? it's really hot, and I'm like, oh, I mean, I'm off for getting darker and having this sumptuous complexion pop. But I, I, I don't know. I'm here for all my shades of, of of woman of color because I got so many going on since I moved to Houston. So I don't care. I love it. It is what it is. So I feel like I've asked you this before, but I couldn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you again. Okay. Brandy or Monica? You have not asked me this before. Oh, oh. This is, okay, this <laughs> one is very... It's very tricky because if you would have asked me five years ago, because mm -hmm. we were because we were we were doing Jackie and John five years ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you would have asked me five years ago, I would have said Monica. I believe it, mm -hmm. but today. I'm going to say Brandy. I'm going to say Brandy musically. Mm -hmm. Now, I Brand, I've seen some things, some interviews over the years and, and read some articles about Brandy on a personal level mm -hmm. that I can't rock with. And that's why I say I've always been able to separate the artist from the music. Because mm -hmm. I remember this, I remember distinctly there is a Vibe magazine cover shoot that she did from 2002. <laughs> she took a light dig at Christina Aguilera mm -hmm. uh, when she was going through her super sexy stage. And I didn't like that. Mm -hmm. um, so musically, Brandy, mm -hmm. on a personal level, Monica, I feel like Monica is more down to earth she's more relatable and she a goon yeah. and she a hood nigga and i love hood niggas so, yeah. all right all right okay well that's that's my um this or that's for you Seth. all right so i'm gonna give you your this or that and we actually are gonna probably have to take a break to freshen up the drinks uh for word association and our other segments okay. so are you ready i'm ready First, this or that, Sade or Anita Baker? Oh, that's so good. Damn. Oh, that's so good. Uh, I'm going to go with Sade, though. Shad, you're going to go to Sade over Anita Baker, the songstress? Oh, I mean, man. so now don't get me wrong, Anita Baker definitely has songs that I absolutely, that are timeless and I absolutely love. And so and, and so does Sade, but I, I think uh, Sade because I feel like I don't know. It's just it's just some it's just those songs they always resonate with me and take me back down memory lane. Not in always like a sad or painful way, you know, happy, you know. But right. Anita kind of takes me down memory lane and kind of like a melancholy, you know, sad. I I know I get it. I get it because mm -hmm. yeah, I get it. Yeah, but I love both of them, but definitely shot it. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Missionary or reverse cowgirl? This is what I like, right? What I want. What? This is all about you, baby. This is all about you. Uh, 
I'm gonna go with missionary. Missionary. Yeah. Missionary. I'm gonna go with missionary. That's so plain. It's okay. Listen, I, I I'm gonna say missionary because I don't get it twisted. I put in work, and when I want to take that break, I'm gonna take that break. <laughs> I I. Hmm. You better I don't pretend I look, I think read my lips. Read that read my read my lips. Hold you on. hear me? Hold on. <laughs> look, go ahead. You know what? Okay, I do it. <laughs> okay, you know what? You black nigga bitch. <laughs> you <laughs> black nigga bitch. <laughs> So, I, I, you are a black nigga, bitch. I love, I love it. it. I love it. <laughs> okay, so missionary. Okay. When I want my breather, you know, but I'll go. I'll I'll ride out with you, you know. <laughs> okay, so this next one, I know you're not a big fan of bread, but I still wanted to get your your take on it. Of who? I know you're not a big fan of bread. Bread. Bread, like bread. Oh, bread. Go, 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 go. But I work so, in the bakery, so we're here. Go ahead. Cinnamon buns or croissants? Oh, man. Okay, listen. So I'm I'm going to go with croissants because... Ugh, I knew you were going to say that. No, I when know. I was younger, I used to crush the cinnamon buns. It was, you know, it was, all, it was all about the sweetness and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But as I got older, you pat my palate changed. I love me a good croissant. Don't let, let me slap some cheese and some, some good old turkey bacon on it. We good. Or just by itself with, you know, we good. We good. Croissant. I hate, let me tell you, the one breakfast, I do not like croissants. I don't like them. Ugh. You like English muffins. I do like English muffins. Okay, me too. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So let's see. Um. Hmm. I think I think we can squeeze word association in, and then we'll come back. Are you gonna lead? You go. I'm gonna lead. So first word association. Are you ready? Mm. -mm but go. Accountability. <sighs> All right. <laughs> yeah, see, got him. Accountability. Mm -hmm. oh, I, I always own my shit. That's it. I know you do. I always own my shit. Yeah. Now, never mind. I'm just, I'm going to leave it there. I always own my shit. John Salvatore. Oh, my God. That's it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, I, listen, front, look, oh, my God. Here we go. Let me tell you something. Y'all, y'all, I... Say your name one more time. John Salvatore. Try Jesus before you try John. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. These people have already shown they would rather try Jesus before they try you, so it is what it is. You know what? We'll get into that in a few. <laughs> My, last one. Okay, go. Autumn. Autumn? Autumn, fall, the season. Autumn. Eh. That's it. Eh. It's not because a fame of my, It's not a favorite. I love spring. But you're in Texas. Is there an autumn in Texas? To me, it really ain't. I'm going to keep it a buck. The closest you're going to get to autumn is probably January. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Okay. 
All right, so we're gonna flip it to you. All right, mine are boring. Potomac. Ah, great memories. Great memories because as a kid, I grew up in Potomac. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, as an adult, I get to, well, I love the Real Housewives of Potomac, but I've always said this, they never film in, in Potomac. Potomac. They Potomac. never, this, here's the thing, they, they, they don't film in Potomac because to be honest, there's not a lot going on in Potomac. That's why it's great to film in D.C. and other parts of Maryland because there's more going on. But to be honest, like, I and I said this on the timeline, Potomac to me reminds me a lot of Virginia Beach. And that's why I think the transition for me moving from Maryland to Virginia as, you know, an upcoming freshman in high school was so seamless. One, because my grandparents are already down here and I've mm -hmm. a lot. But two, I feel like, especially with certain, like if you go to certain parts in Virginia Beach, like Thalia, mm -hmm. over by the courthouse, it's mm -hmm. very Potomac. Vibe. Yeah. The, the part where they built those bigger, fancier houses right by the courthouse. Yeah, over yeah. there. So Nemo mm -hmm. Parkway. So, yeah. you know, I'm a Maryland boy and I'm a, like, I'm a Maryland boy and I'm a Virginia boy. Like, granted, I've been in Virginia more than I've been in Maryland, mm -hmm. but those are my roots. So I, they're so similar. Mm -hmm. And, you know. But I was yeah. kind of hoping you was going to relate it to home. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So the next word association, groupie. Groupie, um, podcast groupies. Podcast, who? Pod, you said groupies? Yeah, I said groupie. I'm saying, when I, th when I think of groupie, I automatically think of podcast groupies. Oh, shit. And I think of it in the positive form. Mm -hmm. And I say the positive form because Justin is, he's, he self-proclaims himself as a podcast groupie. Mm -hmm. And... I love that. I love that Justin enjoys podcasts and he puts it out that he's a podcast groupie. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say Justin is a podcast groupie. I would say Justin is a connoisseur of podcasts. Podcast, and yeah. he just really loves the culture. Yeah. Um, on the flip of that, there are other hey, people. Hey, Justin, bro. <laughs> there are other people that are podcast groupies and it's not a good thing. Mm. And it's like, you know, I'm not gonna put it. <laughs> it's oh. just like, okay, like I just as a casual person on the timeline, you just see things and you're like, well, <laughs> everybody, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stop. I don't, I don't okay, wanna, I'm just gonna say that I see everything, but I don't comment on everything. But I see it's just like, well, okay, sir or ma'am, like, we see what you're doing, but okay. Oh, shit. Okay, the last word association, road trip. I like them. I will say this. Mm -hmm. The furthest that I'm going to drive in a road trip is, I'm not, I'm not driving double digits in a road trip. You get I'm assuming me. it's Atlanta. 
You're getting you're the most you're getting from me for a road trip is eight to nine hours. After okay, that, yeah, I'm done. I was about to say we went to Atlanta. After that, if it's past eight or nine hours, I can I don't have it in me. <laughs> we have to fly. Eight or nine hours, we gotta fly. Like I've been to it. I've I've been to Atlanta. I went with me and Ray went to Atlanta. I went to Atlanta with Ray twice. I went to Ray. I went to Atlanta with Milton. Milton. Mm-hmm. So I've been to Atlanta four times in the last six years, and I've always had a blast every time I've gone to Atlanta. But the drive, like I drive the, I can't drive eight hours is too much. It's too like I can't do look this. At it as a work day. I just huh? look at. It. I look at it as a work day. It's a work day, but it's like it was great because it was me, you, and Ray. But I like I want to move back into the space of me, you, and Ray. I know it's different now because you moved mm-hmm. to Texas, but I, I want us to do at least one. I'm using. Airport. I want to go to New York. I want us to, to do one cash trip. Um, and I want to do at least one group trip a year. I want to go to New York. 2023. I want to go to New York. I do want to go to I I I I'm gonna be quiet. I yeah. haven't been in so many years. I want to go. Okay. So, right, so we're gonna take a break, and we'll be back be. after the flip. I'm gonna freshen up this cocktail, and we'll catch you guys in a second. All right. All right, guys. We are feeling good. I know we we get right into what you guys are here for. It's time for would you suck that dick and what that did look like? All right, pull that dick out, nigga. Pull it out, whip it out, throw it around, toss around. I don't know, throw it in a circle. Toss that dick around. Throw that dick in a circle. Listen, American television film actor, born in Illinois, September 1956. 56. I'm sold already. Guest appearance on SVU, currently cast on one of my favorite shows. Would you suck his dick? Is this Rocky Carroll? No. Oh. Currently cast on SVU? No, 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 no. It's currently you know, he's cast currently on-, on NCIS, but he's been on. Is this is this Gary Cole? Yes. Gary Cole is from Chicago? Yeah, he's, actually, it, it wasn't Chicago, was, but it was definitely Illinois. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see him made for Illinois. Okay, Gary Cole. So let me say this. <laughs> Gary Cole, as he's aged, mm-hmm. Chef's Kiss, that is a beautiful, rugged white man. Mm-hmm. Now, Gary Cole, when he was in the Brady Bunch movie, I was like, no. <laughs> like, I was like, <laughs> I don't know if it was the wig or him being you know, Mike Brady, but I wasn't here for it. 
it would not be until later years and seeing him in darker things that mm-hmm. I would be like, okay, Gary Cole can get it. He's um, aged nicely. Oh, it's, it's that salt and pepper. Yeah. It's salt and pepper. I would, I would suck Gary Cole's dick. All right, come on, white man's whore. I'm a white man's whore for that man. That is a good-looking, rugged white man. I would, too. What do I what think do it like? looks like? I feel, here's the thing. I feel like Gary Cole has a long, strong, girthy cock. I feel like it's like. It's pink to me, though. It, I, I can look past that. I can turn the lights <laughs> off. I feel like it's as I feel like it's like a twenty-two ounce beer can. I feel like oh, wow. I feel like it's I feel it's got that length, not necessarily that weight. I I feel like it's a I feel like it's very a dark pink, like almost almost a magenta. Like salmon? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I would suck that Oh my god. Okay, okay. Next penis. All right. So American television and film actor. Mm. Arrested for possession of cocaine and ecstasy. He looks good with or or without locks. Would you suck his dick? Is this Gary Jordan from from NCAA? Yes. yes. <laughs> so, catch the theme, bitch. I'm catching it. I'm. So I don't. My okay. So my first introduction to Gary Jordan was him playing Shaza Zulu on Yes a World. Mm-hmm. So on a different world. Oh. And this is when, so this is when I had, I, I did appreciate light-skinned men. Mm-hmm. And when I was reintroduced to him, it was on CSI. And right. he got grumpier. He got more masculine. He is he light-skinned, him. though? He's light-skinned. He's, he's like a, he's like a, he's on the darker spectrum of light-skinned. So he's, okay. Okay. So he's light-skinned, but he's a darker light skin. Yeah, he's He's not high yellow. He's a dark op. <laughs> yes. Um, so he's got gorgeous eyes. He's a beautiful yes. man. But I'm going to have to decline because he has a history with drugs. And what and beating women. What? <laughs> Excuse me? What? I, it was the, the word on the street was he beat his um was I was it his ex-wife? What did it's I, Oh, I didn't. I didn't know. I knew he had a drug problem. I didn't know he had a. He yeah. Well, I don't know how the charges pin. You know. Okay, pin. so then I, I'm gonna. Ooh, there was a story that he beat her. He's at her ass. Yeah. Okay, so it's definitely a no. I don't do. Mm-hmm. I don't do men putting their hands on women. I don't do light skinned men. And <laughs> Shit. Then you doing drugs, so I don't do that. So it's no. <laughs> now. I feel like he does not give me big dick energy. Mm-hmm. He gives me, he got just enough. Mm-hmm. So he gives but me. But he know how to fuck though. He, he gives me, because he's on, because it's, it's a coke fuel fuck. <laughs> he gives me seven and three quarters inches of dick, um, yeah. medium girth. 
very brown. Very brown. Like almost a Reese cup brown. Isn't that a Reese cup? I love sure. Reese cups, but I don't want that dick. Okay. So that is what I feel like the dick looks like. Do you think he's manicured? I feel like no. I feel like that shit is beanie. <laughs> I feel like, I just feel like that. those pubes are very thick and coarse. Coarse and just very 4C. And I'm just like, I don't want that. <laughs> Very 4C. I hate yeah. you. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so the next and final penis I have for you. <clears throat> I'm wondering Professional athlete. Born in Oakland, California. The first point guard to win defensive player of the year. Would you suck his dick? Is this Rick Fox? No. Is this Steph Curry? No. Steph Curry's not a point guard. Um, ew, it's not Magic Johnson, is it? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Think about your first two penises. What were their names? Oh, Gary. Okay. Um. Oh, Gary. Um, <laughs> I know Raina's like, damn it. Damn it! I love, I love that you gave me a theme because I gave you. Yeah, I don't know who this is. Last name starts with a P. Gary Penny Hart? No. No. I don't know. It's Gary Payton. Who? Gary Payton. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> No. Oh my God. The only dick I sucked was a white dick. Oh, okay, I don't okay. even I don't even know who Gary Payne is. Oh my God. Okay. Are you gonna look him up real quick or not? Hold on, let me look him up. And I love basketball, but I I right, let me know if you knew this was Gary Payton or not. <laughs> oh shit. You are so funny. Like, I don't even know who that is. He's retired. He's a retired b-ball player. Basketball no, player. Absolutely not. He looks like a thumb. No thanks. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Absolutely not. Wait, think... Gary Payton the second? Gary Payton. Retired two... athlete. Hold on. There's two Gary Paytons. Do you want to play for Sonic? Yes. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. He looked like he's from Baltimore. No, thank you. Oh, shit. Do you think he got a hammer and a wrench? Just no. from looking at him. No, I feel like I feel like he only fucks white bitches. <laughs> shit. I feel like it's skinny mm. and it's average in length. Yeah, and Gary don't give me he can he got a good stroke game, but anyway, shout out to Gary Payton. Those are my penises, so one one for three for you, boo. All right, so you a white man's whore. Our first <laughs> contender. He is a famous rapper, occasional mm -hmm. actress. Has collaborated with Lil Wayne, has collaborated with Nicki Minaj, has collaborated with Jay-Z, has collaborated with Future, Rick Ross. 
He has been a big deal. Is this the bad yellow bitch? It is. It's everyone's fat favorite bad yellow <laughs> bitch. Aubrey. Let me, let me take my Aubrey. Let me take my Aubrey. I've always been a Drake fan. So I'm definitely a fan of him, period. Actor, music, whatever. Um, damn. I man. Drake on some bullshit though. I'ma tell you what, if you caught me, you know, a couple of years ago, last year, whatever, man, nah, I said about two years ago, I'll be like, here, I'm here for it. I'm still a fan of Drake, don't get it twisted. But do I wanna suck his dick? Nah, I'm not even like sexually attracted to Drake anymore, but I'm always going to be a fan of his. When were you sexually attracted to Drake? Drake, I felt like Drake, I felt Drake was always sexy, you know. Oh, bro. But I'm still But the sexiness turned into like some kind of cockiness, some type of arrogance. I don't know what it is. I'm just not. Yeah, I'm just not attracted to him in that form anymore. No, I would not suck that man's dick. I feel like Drake has an average penis. I really feel like Drake is below. Mm, yeah, I want to go there. I feel like Drake is below average. Oh, God. I think. Um, nobody says nothing because he's Drake. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. But maybe his stroke game is good. So you're giving me below average with an amazing what stroke game. What does it look game. like? What do you think it looks like? I think Drake has a dark dick. I swear. I also that. think he's got a brown chestnut dick. I, I, yeah, I think he has a dark dick. Um, I really feel like he's giving me mushroom head. I'm, he's mm. giving me his manicure, not not like butter butt ball, but it's just laying nice and it's just laying. The bitch, the, the pretty because he's a laying. bad yellow bitch. He's got to have it on display. I get it. So, no, when I said Aubrey's dick. Okay, next, penis. Our next contender, he is a biracial rapper, a very conscious rapper, has collaborated with Jay-Z. Common? Has, no. Hmm. Common is not biracial. He's oh, I'll just do it out there. Okay, okay. <laughs> He's collaborated with Rihanna, Beyonce, Jay-Z, he has collaborated with L. Varner. He has collaborated with Jeremiah. <laughs> no, girl, Sean Paul is not biracial. Um, he is the first rapper to get a platinum album with no features. Oh, J. Cole. Yes. <laughs> J. Cole, Mama White. His mother is white. Okay, all right, all right. J. Cole, damn. I love J. Cole. I love him as an artist. I love J. Cole. Man. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I ain't gonna say I don't wanna suck his dick. Like I this is gonna sound so weird coming out of my mouth. I I just I respect him so much as an artist and a human being, how he carries himself. I haven't heard no crazy shit about J. Cole. Let me just put it like that. And he it seems like he always carries himself in a very respectful way. He's if so I, down to earth and so yeah, down to earth. If I ever met J Cole and bumped into him somewhere at the airport, I just really feel like he would just be a real cool nigga, and me and him would just be sitting there just shooting the shit, talking normal and stuff. So no, I don't want to. I don't want to suck J Cole's dick. Uh, what that dick look like? I feel like J Cole got a big ass dick. I uh, <laughs> I know it too. <laughs> I believe that somebody tell me somebody's on J. Cole. 
Well, the only person I know for J. Cole is his now wife, right? <laughs> they married right. now, right? Yeah, they married. I feel like he got a big old a big but old like yeah, he got a big old dick. Hey, he, he got a big old Gonzo dick. Does anybody know what a Gonzo dick is? Listeners, tweet us. Listeners, y'all know what Gonzo's nose looks like. Like the nigga's dick is just big and it's soft and it's just hanging there. It's imagine, I feel like J. Cole got a heavy dick. Imagine that joke of hard is heavy. You know what I'm saying? He he do he just give me full on, full on no manicure. Pure, pure black ass dick energy. Big ass black ass dick energy. Is it dark? Is it light? What is it? He's giving me. He's giving me. He's got color. He's giving me. It's like a hmm, peanut butter brown. Peanut. It's darker than him. It's darker than him. I get red. That's just you me. get red, you get a red. I get a now. red dick. I don't know. I might be thinking about Hayes' dick. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't because they're both like I say that because Cole and Hayes. Jackie's <laughs> face. Cole and Hayes are both biracial, but Hayes' dad. Oh, but I just think his dick is. I feel like I feel like they have red dicks, but that's just me. I'm dead right now. Oh. Whatever. Did I give you? Did you give me three dicks? Like, oh no, this is the third dick. Our third dick. <laughs> he is a rapper. Rapper. Um, he has collaborated with Common. He has collaborated with Jay Z, Pusha T, Ariana Grande, Janae Aiko. Uh, no. Oh, Big Sean. Yes. Uh, uh, listen, I... <laughs> you black nigga, bitch. Baby, let's talk about this, man. First of all, yes, I was sucked. The holy hell, heaven, oh, fire, God. brimstone, ah! all that shit out of his dick. Okay, all that, all the elements out of his dick. I was sucked all the elements out of his dick. Okay. Okay. Um, let me tell you something. What that did look like? Mm-hmm. What it look like, baby? What it look like? I feel like that dick is pristine, baby. I'm just picturing big shots. That's a heavy face. dick. I know that's a, I know that ain't got a heavy dick. I He's know. giving me like the type of dick he put his hand on his waist and he gotta lean back a little bit. Ah! And, and, and that's that's what oh he giving me. God. You that's have got me. to be stopped, Jack. Nah, he giving me that's a heavy dick, girl. Listen, come on, that's a heavy dick. Listen, heavy dick. Is he giving me nappy or manicure? I'm getting nappy, nigga, bitch. I'm nappy, nigga. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. He's it's probably nappy if it wasn't super. He's giving me manicure though because I feel like if you want them balls and everything licked and stuff, you, you, you need to go and take the hairs off because don't nobody want to be digging in between their teeth because they got a, a pubic hair. Stuck in a tooth. So, if a man likes to have his balls swallowed in the girl's mouth and all that, goes, I'm pretty sure he's butt ball hair free down there. So, why are you like this? Why are you like this? Shout out to Janae Eichel, Eichel, whatever her name is. I know she takes care of that man. Um, I feel like his dick is um the same color as his complexion. Yeah, I believe it because he's brown. And I, I'm gonna be honest with you, this is giving me grower, but he got a big dick though. 
Big Sean got a big old dick. He got a big ass dick. I don't know if it's a hammer and a wrench or whatever. I feel like he got the hammer and the wrench. You think that thing is a gonzo dick? Like it's just automatically long. I strong? feel like it's a gonzo dick XL. God, I want to see that dick. Is there a video? Is anything leaked out with Big Sean in? Um, there allegedly there was. Excuse me. Allegedly, a few years ago there was. Let me tell you. Something. But but it happened to be that it was not. Allegedly, it was. Actually, it was like, you know, actually it was not. I I feel like the reason why they call him Big Sean is because his dick is big. Let's just leave it there. And yes, I would suck everything out of his dick. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm about yes, I remember this. I'm about to send it to you. Cause it it was supposed to be his dick, and then he was like, that's not mine, but I think he was lying. <laughs> I guess you know, I go, you know what I'm saying? No, she know. Sure. All right. So we are ready for say three nice things. We are. Oh my! <laughs> I want to say that was the. I want to say that happened during the pandemic, so that could be the last two years. I wonder if that's him. But was I? If that was, if that's him, you see what I'm saying about them balls? He clean shaved. He's clean. You want yeah. the balls juggling somebody's mouth? But go ahead. You know what? That was last year. Yes. I believe that's his dick. I, don't care I believe this is dick too. Don't mm-hmm. so say three nice things. Are you ready? No. Everyone, let me just say this. Say three nice things is a staple of the John Effect podcast. It's not going anywhere. If you feel a certain way, I don't know what to tell you because it's fun. We're not, it's not, we're not trying to destroy anybody. We're just having fun. Mm-hmm. So, but thanks for listening. Yeah, push button. <laughs> All right, we're here. A listen listen. All right. First, say three nice things. Mm-hmm. Halle Berry's wigs. <laughs> yeah, God, that's what have been something I gave you. I know. Um, okay, Halle Berry's wigs. Ooh, I gotta say three nice things about the. Ooh, cause you know all of them make good wigs though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna say three nice things. Okay. Ooh, God. I love the storm wig. The storm wig. Ew, which one? Because the long several. one. The long one. Oh, okay. That was it was just simple. It was simple and clean. You know, that you was know. okay. Bless your heart. Hey, I'm trying to nigga. This is to say three nice things. Let me have it. Okay. okay. Um shit. Um they 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 look like wigs. <laughs> Is that a nice thing that a wig looks like a wig? Oh shit! Oh. Okay. They don't look dry. Okay. They look. They, they look like they're moisturized. You didn't see the one where she was in the call center. That shit did not look dry. Yeah, I know that motherfucker was dry as a bitch. That shit looked dry. I was, I, I dry was hoping you ain't call me out on that shit. Cause that shit looked so dry when she was in the call center. Okay, so three nice things about Holly Berry's wigs. I do like the storm wig. I like the fact that she wears these wigs and she owns them. And I like the fact that Holly has the biggest sense of humor every time somebody talks about the fucking wigs. I miss when she didn't wear wigs. Because, like, she's got good 
She's got good. I miss Halle. I miss short hair Halle Berry. I miss tracked up sewing Halle Berry. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I okay. So what is she now? Is she tracked up Halle Berry, or is that her natural hair? I don't know. I don't know what it is either, but you know she's been wearing it, you know, longer in her IG posts and stuff. I don't know what that is. I don't know either. But I did say three nice things about her wigs. All right, our next. Say three nice things. Thank you so much. Jones. Cleopatra Jones? Jones, the podcaster from Stakes is High podcast. Messy Patty Shady alert. Doo-doo alert. Doo-doo alert. This is a doo-doo alert. <laughs> this is a messy Patty Shady alert. Oh my God. Messy oh. Patty Shady alert. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Three nice things about Jones. <clears throat> <laughs> Y'all don't get to see the visuals, the video. No, I, I'm really thinking. I'm really, really thinking. Three That's nice things thinking. about Jones. He's um, he when you he's a service um, he's a firefighter, so he serves as. The, the is it, are they called civil servants? Yeah, yeah, whatever. But that's what I'm trying to say. So I appreciate that. You know, um, he's good at multitasking. <laughs> okay. And you black bitch. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. And he takes care of himself. He does, he takes care of himself. He, I've never seen him look a disarray, a mess, or, or anything. He takes care of himself. So, civil servant, civil service. He's good okay. at multitasking, okay. and he takes good care of himself. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Are you ready for your last one? No, bitch. I'm sick of your shit. Donald <laughs> Trump. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Say three nice things about Donald Trump. Yeah. His hairline is better than uh, Kevin Durant. <laughs> okay. That's not, that's not saying much, but okay. That's really not saying much, Jack. Oh, my God. Oh. Okay. His hairline is better than Kevin Durant. He's not the president anymore. And is that a nice thing? You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think if you ask Trump, I think he's glad he's not president anymore. Okay. I really okay. do. I think he's glad he's not president anymore. Um, and he's rich. All right, there you have it. I I'm very nervous. I'm very nervous. All right, the first one, Spirit Airlines. <laughs> I'm, so sick. I'm laughing at the shit that you gave me. I hate you so much. <laughs> Spirit Airlines. Spirit oh. Airlines. Okay. They allow people to be employed, and by being employed, allows people to pay their bills and have livelihood. So that's one. Mm -hmm. Two. They're, I want to say they're a federally traded company. 
on the stock market. You are scratching it. You pushing it. And three. We've never, it will, it's never been reported that I've seen that one of their airplanes has gone missing. Like the flight to Malaysia you from years ago. Okay, that was good. You, I can't complain. That was three. That was, that really, was three nice things. Three nice things. All right. You ready? I, I'm going to try to be ready. Say three nice things about Amanda Rollins' departure from SVU. Oh, okay. Oh, three nice things about her departure. Uh, yup. I'm no longer going to call her a whore. <laughs> her leaving SVU allows her to be cast in other television shows. Okay. Um, and potentially, I feel like she can lead a show because prior to her coming to SBU, um, she was on a show on NBC called Chase. It didn't last for the season, mm -hmm. but NBC is known for shows that don't last a season. Mm -hmm. So I believe if given the right material, you know, whether it's streaming or it's network television, I think she is going to excel as an actress because I think she, I think she's very talented and mm -hmm. she's got a good look. So that's one. Two. Hopefully, Carisi is written off of the show because <laughs> that's not nice. Been... Oh wait, that's not nice. Okay. That's not um, nice. um <laughs> Okay, so the second nice thing is with her departure, it allows a new actor or actress to fill her spot and become a regular mm -hmm. and get a regular's pay okay. um, instead of a guest actor's pay. So that's two. And three... Um... <laughs> Ooh, this is tough. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm sure that she will still be in contact with Mariska Hargitay the same way that uh, Chris Maloney was when he left SBU. He was still photographed and was friends with Mariska. So I feel like that would be. I'm going to let you cook with that one because that's really Kelly Giddish. I said fucking Amanda Rollins. Oh, okay. Hold on. Um... Oh, shit. He doesn't. Okay. So she doesn't have to deal on screen. She won't have to deal with her sister's bullshit. Okay. That's or a good her, one. Or that's her mama's one. bullshit or her dad's bullshit. Mm hmm. Okay. okay, I'm gonna let you cook. That's All true. right, I know you were struggling. Now, that was a struggle. Final one. You ready? Yeah. V as in Victor, J as in Jerry, VJ. Who is that? Vernique. Oh, um, three nice things. She's a podcaster. She's a pod. Oh, she does. She does. She does. Chopping it up with Q. Um, 
she guested on an episode of the John Effect podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, episode Screen Tina Raspulera. Um, that's one. Um, she's had nice things to say about the podcast. Yeah. That's two. Yeah. Um, three. I'm rooting for everyone black. You can't. You're going to use that for everybody. <laughs> I, I, I'm I rooting for all black creatives. All right. Look right. on that one. All right. That's it. That's it. That's, that's, that's it. it. So, that's guys. It. I think we're going to have to cancel this segment. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not canceling anything. Um, but yeah, so after the flippy, enjoy part two of our drama Dupree exclusive. Um, so yeah, enjoy. Yeah, live tweet, send a message. We gonna we get them, we're gonna respond. Appreciate you. We guys. will, we thank you so much. We are back, guys. We had to freshen up just a little bit. So we're going to continue the conversation. Drama has us on the edge of our seat. Let me tell you this. When (laughs) this man speaks, you listen. Because I've said this to him. I've said this to Jackie. No one can tell a story, especially on a podcast, (laughs) the way that this man tells a story. You are crazy. But no, it's, he's, he's, it's straight facts. It's just facts. Jackie, you are every time I often I say, he is the goat when it comes to storytelling on a podcast. You Easy. are a man. Easily. Listen, I'm still waiting for you to uh, come back with your podcast. I mean, girl, if a I just, girl. I'll be waiting. Or, or YouTube okay. or a TikTok miniseries because. Okay. I, Drama, I'm just, I say this and I've been telling you this for years. You, there is a gift that you have and it spiderwebs that it inspires, it motivates. It's just you just putting this energy out there. And like, I think these spaces are missing you. And mm-hmm. I know you say, oh, I, I don't want to do it, but I I know it doesn't necessarily have to be how it was, but right. give us, bless the children with something. With something. I, I'll, something. I'll say something. Just a dollar. Just, just, just give us a TikTok <laughs> a week. Give us a three-minute yes, TikTok I'll take the tick. I will take the TikToks, for real. Take I'll a TikTok. take a TikTok. Okay. I'll, yeah. we'll see. I'll take a TikTok. A mess. We'll see. We'll see. Now listen. Hello, now what good. did he say to make you go? Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so, oh God, Jesus. So what he said was, is that oh, Lord, Lord have mercy, Jesus. He, he he said he said we he said no we're friends. He said, but I also think I'm just infatuated with the size of your dick. What? <laughs> well, Hello. Oh, and I said, oh, and, I, and my so he's standing up, 
He's standing up, oh. like right at, the, at my bathroom entrance, and I'm laying in the bed. And I'm like, did this man just big black, like, like literally in my head, my mind literally went to man, big black man, fetish, big black yeah. dick. I said, yeah. oh, okay. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Oh. He shouldn't have said that. Like, and he was like, what, did I say something wrong? I said, yes. I said, no, this is what I said. I said, to you, no, you didn't say anything. Uh-huh. And he said, what does that mean? I said, just what I said, to you, you said nothing wrong. Ooh. He was like, okay. And I said, well, let me walk. So I got up, <laughs> I got up, threw on my robe, walked him to the door. And I know before he got to the elevator, I blocked him and I <gasps> deleted him. Because Ooh. what I never did in the past was delete you. I always blocked him. Right. But I never deleted the number out of my phone. This time I deleted the number out of my phone. Oh. I deleted the messages out of my out of my phone. So this way I can't contact you. Now if I run into you somewhere, that's different. Right. But I, but it was like in my head, I was saying to myself, I have literally been dealing with you since 2016, and you have only been dealing with me because of the size of my dick. Wow. Because right. but he's but in my head, I'm saying you should have known this or caught these red flags when he did certain stuff or when he mm. bought certain items. Right. And it was like, like for instance, and this is me really telling my person, I hope no one that knows actually is listening to this, but he, <laughs> like, like, he bought a dildo like, <gasps> almost the size, like the size of imagery of my dick. Like he sent me a picture and I said to my best friend, I said, I said, look at what such and such bought. He was like, Bitch, what I said, you know that looks like me. And he was like, What I said, yes, he literally went out. He was in LA. He said, I was in LA because he has a home in LA too. He was like, I was in LA and I was yes, hello. And, and he and he does like and he when I say he does, I mean he does. He has one. He has three homes, one in Vegas, one in LA, one in San Diego. And oh, and so yeah. that's why when he was saying stuff like, I'll just pay these bills for you, it was nothing for him to pay because it was like changed to him. Right. So, so like stuff like that, and I'm like, oh wow, this is, this is strictly about, like, sex. And even though we did like go out to dinner every now and then, or like in the beginning we would go to the movies because you know that's what I like to do. Yes. But me like contacting him again, it was strictly to the, come over here, or I would go over to his place, and mm. we would have sex. But then even in that, like there was a situation that happened. And I was like, oh, no, this is not this is not what I thought it was. So in my head, it made me think about which is what the point I was trying to get to before I went down this road. The point I was getting to was that in my head that some of the relationships that I thought I was in, I actually was not. I was in them by myself. Mm-hmm. And that the people that I thought I was in them with, that I was in them with, they were in relationships with me, but they were not in relationships with me. Uh-huh. They were in they were in situationships with me. But I had told myself that this is a relationship based on the fact that you're spending the night at my house. And, and if you know me, um, and if you know me, or if you heard me talk on any podcast and personal things come up, I do not like people at my home. I do like if I I, I really have to fucking like you to invite you into my house. And right. Jackie knows this because Jackie has been invited to my house. Me. Yes. Right. So so I because and I and I tell even people that I've known for years when they come out to Vegas and they'll be like, hey drama or hey Brian or Bri or whatever my name is from how they know me. It's like, hey, we're in Vegas. And I would literally send back a text, congratulations. 
<laughs> I am not going to the strip to meet you. I'm not meeting you nowhere on the strip. I'm not coming to pick you up. I'm not dealing with okay. you because I always tell people that, especially living out here, it's like, oh, no, sweetie, you don't have to call me when you come out here because I know you didn't pay to come see me. You came to see Vegas. So go see Vegas. And no, I don't know what nothing is in Vegas because I don't do Vegas like y'all do Vegas. Right. So, so it's stuff like that. So it was, it was like, oh, I, and I even reached out to like one or two people from my past via Facebook. And I was like, hey, can I ask you a question? And they was like, yeah, what's up? I said, well, we're in a relationship. And they were like, no, we were just friends. And I said, oh, okay, friends who fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, well, yeah. And I said, okay, and friends, friends who had threesomes? Yeah. And I said, oh, okay. And I, said, and then with, I, said, I said, and then friends who got into arguments at places because you saw me with other people. Oh. And they were like, yeah, I guess. I said, oh, okay, because I, I said, because I don't fuck my friends. Jackie. That's what John says all the time. I do not put my dick in my friends. Like that, I am very that mm. traditional to me. I like to dichotomize things. If we are friends, we are, we are friends. friends. If it. we are lovers, we are lovers. That's if it. we are just entangling moments and throws of passion, and there's no, you know, title with that. It's a hookup. It's a jump. Then it's just a, okay. right, it's just a hat. But I'm yeah. but I'm not calling you a friend. Right. It's just that. I don't need to know your name. Your name is Bobby for all I care. <laughs> it's just the physical aspect of things. So no, the fr- I I do not do friends. I have never done friends with benefits. Right. I have been I have been a young Thundercat out here. I've never done friends with benefits. My friends are my friends because friends is an important title for me. I, right. I cherish and I value being someone's friend. I yes. would not degrade that by blurring the lines of, you know, doing other things and it's not clear and concise. So, no. Right. Yeah. And you then, just and something so that's, I'm fucking with. That's it. So that so that's the thing that has always been confusing with me. It's like, like once I like called a couple of people and got those clarifications, it was like, oh, I was, I was classifying these things all wrong. Like, I'll like, my whole life and then it then it then as far as like relationships go it um i have a like one of my friends when we're on like specifically instagram and you know how they have like black gay weddings and then um uh, black gay weddings i think is one account on instagram and then native sons is another account on instagram there's another account and it all promotes black gay love and so and so you see the videos with the cute couples and things of that nature. Yep. So I so I will live every time I run across it, my friend tell you, I flood his account, I flood his uh, messages with couples um and like kissing and holding each other. And I immediately follow up with a, a mean emoji. And he'd be like, sis, he like, sis, what's up? What's up? What's up today? Like, how you feeling today? I said, oh girl, I'm just over here working on a potion to break these two happy bitches up. Cause because I don't know who because <laughs> I'm tired of seeing all this lovey dovey black gay shit on my timeline, sis. But it's all it's like I don't mean it. Right. But in my head, it's like I will sit here and I'll literally have two conversations with myself in one day. And one conversation will say, well, I don't need a boyfriend because I don't trust men like that. And I've seen how my other friends have put trust in men and how they have um, gone above and beyond for, for the men in their lives and how that always turns out horrible and wrong, which is why I don't put my personal business on Facebook. Um, right. Because I, I always say, as soon as you post it to Facebook, it's going to go wrong. Because another business can say, well, I don't know why you posted my husband on Facebook, which because um, that ain't what, because he, he my husband. 
and, <laughs> and stuff like that. And then the other conversation I have with myself is, I just, I want somebody for me. I want a special person for me and things of that nature. But then what I also forget is that you can want that for yourself and there's nothing wrong with wanting that for yourself, but you also have to realize that people in, that I'm attracted to and in the age group that I'm attracted to, they have lived lives. And in those lives that they have lived, they come with certain things. And those things can either be positive or negative. And then you have to decide whether you want to put up with that or not. In the space that I am currently in, I'm not going to put up with it. So then I have to go back to the first conversation that I had with myself is, oh no, I just need a good, a good steady hookup buddy. Like when my phone rings, you, I know exactly why you are calling. Okay. There are no blurred lines. There is no expectations outside of why you are calling. And I do not expect you to stay the night. Tell them. Tell them. <laughs> so I'm going to jump in. So okay. where I am now, and, you know, I definitely share this with both of you because we actually, you know, communicate outside of recording. I, I've done the hookup thing. Like that has been old to me for a good minute. And mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't look my, I don't look down my nose at it. It's just, it's not my go-to. Like, I don't want to just necessarily be hooking up. I've done that. I did that as a teenager. I did that for my twenties when I wasn't in a relationship. I did that in my 30s when I wasn't in a relationship. I just don't, I'm not in that space because my thing is this, I've I've had so much sex in my life that if I were not to have sex anymore, I would be good. I'm here for companionship, you know, having conversations, you know, engaging in a movie, going to dinner, having drinks, you know, playing board games, those type of things, you know, traveling. I'm open to those things and I'm open to dating and I'm open to a relationship, but dot, 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 asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. If it were to materialize in something serious, and I think you both know what I'm about to say, I do not want to cohabitate. I do (laughs) not need to see you every day. Mm-hmm. I do not necessarily need to hear from you every day. We don't even have to necessarily live in the same state. As long as it is a comfortable drive away, we are okay. And I think I, and I think Giselle from Potomac kind of nailed it. And I want to see, I want to see you when it's good to see you and not all the time. I, I want there to be some distance and some space that we, you know, we miss each other. We yearn for each other. I, you can't get that if I see you every day. It's like, damn, I see you every day. I talk to you every day. Like, I know your routine. It's like, shit, can you get kidnapped so some new shit can happen to you so we can have <laughs> new to chop up? I, I just, that is where I am. Um, you know, of course, if the physical comes with that, that's great. But the physical is at the bottom of the list. It, it's more so the companionship and, you know, just us sharing funny TikToks or, you know, us having an inside joke and things of that nature. That That's for me where I'm at. And, you know, if it has a title, great. And if it doesn't, but, you know, there's clear and concise communication, I'm okay with that. 
And as long as if it's going to go down the, the route of, you know, sexual or physical, that there, you know, are the protection protocols in place. Can I jump in? Yeah, because yeah, I wanted to hear what you had to say about the, about that, Jack. Okay, because um, because me and John used to battle all the time. Like he he says, you know, ha, you know, have, having a relationship with somebody, but he don't want to live with the person. I don't. And but we used to battle. But what yeah. did I say to you? Like just recently, I finally see what you're where you're at. Like I understand why you feel the way you feel about you know having your space and and everything and. The person you're with, they can have a house down the street or in another, you know, another state or whatever. So my and then what caught my ear was when you said, um, you know, person's always in your face and in your space and always talking, blah, 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 whatever. But my thing is, back in the day, it won't no cell phones like that. It won't. You couldn't text. Right. All you have is a regular phone. So when you were, you know, when you in a relationship with somebody, whether it's marriage or some type of monogamous relationship, you did miss the person throughout the day because exactly we're gone. We're going right. off to work all day. We can't talk to you because you know you wasn't calling the person on the job. There wasn't no cell phones to text somebody to death all day. So when you came home, you thoroughly enjoyed coming home because to your you miss, significant yeah. other. And yeah. having that beautiful conversation and dinner and, and, and going to bed, I, I I really feel like that's non-existent these days. Like it doesn't happen anymore. The pendulum is swung because I you saying this just now, all of my relationships predate this new social media yeah. craze. And it's just like, okay, it makes sense. It, it's kind of pulling together why things, the dynamics have shifted. Mm-hmm. And then my thing is, um, like I said, John, I'm really agreeing with you about, you know, I can see if it happens for me, you know, in the future or whatever, I really want to keep my own space in my own place. And, you know, I, I refuse. I refuse to lose myself again. Mm-hmm. And, I, yeah. and I've told both of you, I lost who I was and was in this hell that I didn't realize until I was out of for almost half a decade. And you know I that confused you. you know when you said that, when you told me that, that confused me. Okay. Let's, let's, well, let's when talk. he said he lost himself? I did. Yes, because he said that we were having a conversation. And mm-hmm. I remember when you said that, because I wanted you to expound on that because I just couldn't comprehend that. Okay. And Can I, I ask you comp- a question, John? Yeah. You saying you lost yourself because of the breakup or you lost yourself during the relationship? Okay, so I'm going to answer John's question. I'm going to answer your question and hopefully it, it nails both. Okay. So I gave up who I was to be with someone for four and a half years. I lost who I was. I lost my identity. Mm-hmm. I was here to prop you up because you were a case that needed to, you needed help and you needed someone to build you up and and to get you to where you needed to go. And with doing all of that, I lost my identity. I lost my routines. I lost, you know, my growing and evolving as a person. Uh So when I say I lost who I was, was so the person that I am now and you guys have been here on this road since then, I was not, I was very 
back. How my thing is this: I was in the backseat of my own life because mm. I wanted to prop you up to help you and you know help you grow as a person. And I'm here stunted and not doing anything and just at your beck and call to make sure that you're getting to work on time, that you have money mm-hmm. in your pockets, to make sure that, oh my God, you have all these medical issues and I'm stopping doing what I'm having to do to rush you to emergency rooms or to rush you to these type of appointments. And it's like, I have no life outside of serving you. And that was, I like, there's a point of being selfless Uh and there's a point of you a fool john because murmurs are there rumors are there because i'll be honest up for 27 years and because this is prior to going into this relationship for 27 years i was bratty selfish and entitled and some of those things may still be true but (laughs) during this situation i and maybe it, it needed to happen, but I lost who I was. Like I didn't have the drive. I, I didn't have, you know, a glimmer in my eyes. Like you get depressed because you're taking on the burden of someone else. And, and, it, and it showed because I had gained like 40 pounds within two years of the relationship. And those are just a few things. And it was just like, oh my God, like I lost, like, someone that was so into their looks, like kind of, you know, when you let yourself go, like, you know, it's bad when your boss is like, so you put on some weight, what's going on? Like, do you, uh-uh. giving up? Messy bitch. <laughs> yes. I, this is the first time that I have said this out loud. And I, I'm thankful that I'm sharing it with two of you, but yes, I, I've never said that. But my boss had, this was, um, this was in 2012. My boss had a conversation with me. And that was one of the things that like, you know, you're showing up late, you're leaving early. And, and, and then they piled that on. And I will never forget his name was Jim. He was a great manager. He was a great boss. He was an older white man um, from the South, married to a black woman, very like, cool as cool as the cucumber cool as they come and him saying those things and it was just like that was him holding a mirror up to me because I, I didn't even know I, I didn't even let those things register and I'm so glad he said that and that's when I realized oh my god I think I'm miserable and my whole oh. thing in life is I never I've always said since I was little I never want to be miserable and when Listen, it ended up being miserable to me know it let me tell you something we're similar the only, the only difference is I lost weight. You gained weight. So I understand what you mean by when you say you lost yourself. I completely lost myself with the ex-husband to the point where when we did finally separate, I didn't know what to do with myself. I, I did. I, I literally physically did not have a life because right. every everything I was doing was, uh, so, you know, surrounded by him. Yep. And, I, and I, I said it, I said this all the time, sunrises and sunset on that man. Yep. So when we got separated, I, I literally did not know what to do with myself. 
because I was just catering to him. And let me tell you something, even before we got separated, I was I was small, John. I was that was probably the smallest I've been in a in a long time. And I I didn't realize till after the fact that I was so small at that time because I was already stressing over that relationship. And I didn't realize it. Oh, I was stressing because I was trying to figure out how can this relationship survive like you i heard you know i heard the stuff and the rumors but he always had a freaking lie that i believed because i wanted yeah, to believe they always do they always have a lie it was so good the lies were so good nah, even nah, though nah. it's in my face i just still believed everything this man told me because that's how much i was in love with him but anyway, mine was, was delusion i just didn't want i just did because this was 2012 so i was mm -hmm. i Same was time. 29 yeah. i just my thing was, I don't want to be, I don't want to be 30 and single. Yes, this rule was out there, but I don't want to be 30 and single. So that, I kept having that play in my head. At least I got so, a man. So, let, so, okay. So I think you just answered the question I was actually about to ask. So, yes. so you have, so you have the rumors. The rumors have been verified by multiple streams of verification. And in your mind, you still say, I cannot leave because at least I have a man. So yes and no. So they the rumors were coming out, but they the rumors really wouldn't be substantiated and confirmed until the following year. So at this point, I've already invested three years into this relationship. Um, but yes, you're right. I, I, I'm gonna just have a blind eye. I don't. Mm -hmm. Yes, they sound very plausible, but I don't want to be, I don't want to be single. Like, because my thing is, I looked at it as an investment. Like when I say an investment, like I put money into this relationship. Like mm -hmm. I put a lot into it and I'll be damned if my shit is wasted. Because let me just say, you, you are so taken care of to the point where I really should have been following you in my taxes because you were kept but mm. i i digress but yeah it was it was that and it was i want I, I got at least i have a man because i remember even going into this relationship it initially i didn't see it going past labor day and we had met around april but there were a chain of events that kind of made us stick together because there I had broken up with my ex, not my ex fiance, but my ex, I want to say November of 2009. Mm -hmm. And I still had feelings for him. And I, I remember kicking him out um, when there was a situation that came up and we had, there had been a long stretch of time. We did not talk. And I was, I, like, I was I was drama. I had blocked you and deleted your number. And I kept thinking about you. I was like, how do I find your number to reach out to you? And I think I went on, I went into my T-Mobile account at the time and I went through old, I, I was digging because this was like um, March, April. I'm digging for numbers that could have been yours and was just texting numbers. And you ended up, you know, going out, you know, agreeing to meet up with me after us breaking up and us not talking and you know we went out to dinner and 
you know, I, I took him out to dinner and my feelings were still there. And I was like, can you give me another chance? Because, you know, I fucked up and I, I owned my mistakes and my errors. And, you know, it was on pins and needles that I'll let you know. And then he kind of came back and was like, I can't because you broke my heart. And that kind of was like, well, <sighs> 30 going to be here in a couple years. So, you know, I, I, the relationship with that person kind of just came on and it was just like, ah, like had we got back together, that whole lemonade and infected monkey situation probably would not have happened. Um, Cause it's, I can't say it's a rebound of sorts, but it kind of was, even though the window of time was definitely a few months, but it was like, ah, uh, because Again, I didn't want to be 30. I didn't want to be single. And so this is so let me ask you this. Yeah. So do you still so so in listening to you talk, you're uh, you're still equating an age yes. with mm -hmm. the success of being in a relationship. Yes, that was me at that time. Yes, it, absolutely. So are you still doing that now though? No, so no, okay. absolutely not. Like my thing is if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And okay. I always say, I've loved, I've lived, I've lost. And if it never happens again, I'm okay with that. But then uh, 2010, so a 27-year-old John is completely different than, you know, the John I've been the last few years. Okay. Let me, let me tell you this, John. I told you this before, but we got drama up here. I want drama's thoughts and opinions. Because, you know, we all talk, you know, talk, we have these conversations and John, I said to you the last, in our last conversation, and this is how we came up with this table topic, I really feel like you're, you're the only person holding yourself back. I really feel like the standards you're holding is the, the standards, you're still going off of the ex, the, the one true, your one true love. Well, I ain't gonna say that's your one true love, but you know what I'm talking about. I know and I, I, I really feel like all the aesthetics you're still looking for in a person is built off of that relationship with that ex. And I'm just trying to figure out, you ain't going to never find anybody if you keep trying to find somebody that's in the mold of that ex. Okay, so I thank you for bringing that out. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this because you both know what the doctor looked like. Drama mm -hmm. doesn't know what my ex looks like. My ex looks nothing like the doctor and mm -hmm. i was when i tell you i was enamored with that man i ain't even talking about looks at this point y'all i'm talking about no they're, they're not even just looks they're completely okay. two different type of men mm -hmm. and it's like i have not felt that spark or chemistry with a guy since that and that that was in two that was six years ago. that's almost six years that's ago a, ooh, that's a long time ago I even even with long. alex like i liked alex but i wasn't like goo goo gaga and i had to grow into liking the doctor because when i first met the doctor and he approached me i was like okay like you <laughs> and then mm -hmm. like he was he was like put he was like well i mean what's up i was like okay, we can go on a date or whatever. And then I was like, okay, I like you. Like, I want to do a lot of stuff. I want to like do things and go places with you. Mm -hmm. And then it just was like, okay, well, shit. Like, 
You finally, I finally bought into what's going on. And now I'm just like, well, now you want to dip out. I'm just like, I hate y'all. I hate it here. I do. I still say you, you still looking for that person that reminds you of the ex. Um, I mean, he he is the prototype, but I, I can lean with it and rock but with it. And, no, and no, 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 no. You cannot say that you're looking for someone who is the prototype of your ex because those rela that relationship will most definitely fail. And it's not fair to the new person. Yes. And you and and this I need something I'm telling you that you that's new. You already know this. Yes. So then you're automatically setting yourself up for failure. Mm -hmm. And okay. you're automatically setting yourself up not to even go forward in life. And you finna piss somebody off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nothing I can fight. Yeah. Uh -huh. But yeah, so I mean, I, and then my thing is this. So the whole thing is I have come into myself and I have my own routines and I have my, I love having my time be for me and what I want to do. And I don't have to be like, oh my God, I got to be here to pick such and such up from work or, oh my God, I got I to gotta go out for a date at this time or oh my god like i got we gotta have sex before 10 o'clock so i can get eight hours of sleep i'm like i i love the fact that i don't have to worry about those. i'm serious like, I'm so with you. that's the funny part i'm so glad that i don't have to worry about those things and that those no I, I, not to cut you off, but I do get it because I do, I, because I think me and you are most definitely the, I want to, and I know I've told you this, yes. I want my being a relationship, but you most definitely have to have your own bedroom. Yes. Um, or in my case, at the, and the older I get is actually you need your own place to live. Oh, exactly. Um, if you come to my house and move a salt shaker out of place or move a plate out of place or do not immediately wash your plate as soon as you finish cooking, me and you're going to have a big problem just because exactly. of my own to the 10th power so mm -hmm. those type of things i can't understand but at the same time there's also compromise because if you're compromising being with someone who is as anal as i am i'm going to have to compromise that i may have to wash the plate or two after you but then also we're gonna have to compromise that you just ain't gonna cook at my house so, right. so those type of things that i do have to you do have to compromise um but let me ask you this and not to change the subject but let me ask you this mm -hmm. at this point do you want the wedding or do you want the marriage or the long-term relationship I love this question. So I've always wanted to be married. I've been engaged. At this point, this era, the relationship. I, I don't need the marriage. I don't need the ceremony. I don't need the pomp and circumstance. Like if the relationship is there and the commitment is there, I'm here for it. Would no, you share the relationship online? Would I share the relationship online? Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to say no. So where I'm someone that I think on this podcast, I share a lot of myself to right. a degree. Right. I've never... Okay, hold, on, so hold on, hold on, wait a minute. What was the question again? Do you want the marriage or the, the quote-unquote the wedding or do you want the relationship or marriage? And then I the follow-up to that was... Then you said something about online. Yeah, or do you? Or would you share that relationship online? I got you. Okay. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing, and it, it kind of touches on what Drama had said earlier in the show. 
<laughs> so I've never shared. Okay, so the last relationship I did not share on. Actually, I've never really shared relationships online. MySpace doesn't really count. So I had the relationship, like people knew I was in a relationship, but I never shared pictures. And I think in the back of my mind was I was very selective in not doing that because I just knew somebody was going to pop up and was like, yeah, I'm fucking your man. And I was like, and I, I just didn't want to put myself in that situation where there was embarrassment. Um, mm -hmm. But there was, so to go back a few years, when we were in a relationship, of course we were on Facebook, we were on Facebook. This is when Facebook was like actually a thing. I've never shared my personal business on Facebook. It's always just been for, you know, whatever. So there was a post that my then ex, it was just a regular post and somebody had jumped in the comment and had alluded to some inappropriate behavior amongst the two. And I saw that and I questioned, oh, that person's lying. Okay. All right. And that kind of solidified why I did not share my relationship online. Because there was even some people when I was really active on Twitter in the early days, well before the podcast, people were like, oh, I didn't know you were in a relationship. I was like, yeah, I've been in a relationship for X amount of time. They're like, we, I've never seen pictures. You don't really talk about them. And I'm like, I've always kind of had this thing is everything is not for me to share with the world. And then a lot of situations in the past, I really couldn't share things because if you're on an NDA, you really can't talk about those things. So that's that. I want to say the extent of me being public with the relationship, and I've, I've talked about this a few times, where my fiance and I then would be, we would go out and there were a few times we were kind of matchy, matchy, dressy, dressy to get like kind of matching, like, oh my God, y'all are that couple. And, you know, people knew, but outside of that, I, I'm no, like, I'm not going to hide my relationship, but it, I'm not going to broadcast my relationship either. So I don't think I would be public, but I'm not going to be private if mm -hmm. that makes sense. No, that makes 100% sense. I'm, for me, um. Well, hold I'm, on, Jackie. Hold on. Before we go, because I feel like this is going to be a great way to tie the episode okay. over. So we are going to take a break, and we will be right back after the flippy, and we are going to close this wonderful episode out. So for me, at this point in my life, I don't think I would post 
my relationship on social media. Like technically for the past decade, my social media has just been about my single life. You know, if if you really think about it. Um, Did I post stuff, you know, when Facebook was a thing? Yeah, I did post, you know, pictures or whatever with my um, spouse or whatever. You know, Mm -hmm. like I said, that's when Facebook was a thing. But just going forward after, you know, being divorced and being single almost 10 years, I don't see that for me in the future. Now, I'm not going to tell the person I'm with, oh, you can't post me or or whatever. But what I'm saying is I'm just not going to be sharing all that information on social media platforms. The people who are close to me, they'll know. And and that's all that matters. I don't need to share it with the the world. So, I mean, because my thing is I'm always about the good, the bad, and the ugly and indifferent. And a lot of people, we just post and the good. It ain't always good. Right. It ain't always good. And then I'm at the point where I actually had to sit down and have a conversation with myself the other day and was like, if I was to get into a relationship right now, of course I'm not going to post anything on social media because I never have. Mm-hmm. I've always done the subliminals like me holding somebody's hand or me having on an uh, uh, um, article of clothing from a person or something like that. I've right. done that. And then the <laughs> statement would allude to, oh, this is the man that I'm seeing or something of that nature. But as far as to post the man, mm-hmm. no, I've never right. done that. I normally like, I actually only share pictures of who I'm dating with one particular person, with one friend of mine. And I eat, and I said, well, because I put men into two categories, either pre my age or post my age. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I was to date younger, I think the expectation is, is that, oh, if you love me, you would post me on your social media. Exactly. Whereas the post would be, oh, I don't care if you post me or not, because I'm not really into social media like that. But mine goes beyond social media because I am so protective of my peace at this at this juncture in my life right. that I don't want any outside sources, be them good or bad, to infiltrate or... Um, or have any direct um, cause and effect on the current relationship that I'm in. So I don't even think I would share that I'm even in a relationship. But the conversation would have to be had with the person that I'm in a relationship with, especially because I have friends that come out here like at least once every three months and I normally spend all my time with them for like two to three days. And these are like, this is like my drag mother Naisha or my gay uncle Derek or something like that. And it would be the point where as I'm in a relate, well, I've had the scenarios in my head. I'm in a relationship. I have to tell ABCD that, hey, I'm not going to be available over the next few days because my drag mother's in town and I'm probably going to end up like hanging out, going to LA or something like that. I can hear the conversation going. Well, why can't I tag along? Because you can't. But that would lead to the, are you embarrassed of me? Is this a secret relationship? Why can't I? And in my head, to me, it makes sense to say, no, my relationship with you is my relationship with you. My relationship with you is for me, is for us, is not for the world, is not for the outside forces, is just not for. So in my head, I get it. Like, I I completely understand that. But I don't think that other people would get that because they probably would feel like, oh, I'm a secret. But in my head, it's like, no, you're not a secret. Mm-hmm. It's just that I've, I've seen how these situations have gone. Mm-hmm. And I have seen how people that you thought were your friend, how they feel like they have a right to comment on your relationship. Right. 
And my just, thing is, just because of proximity. Mm-hmm. The, I, I, to agree with you, drama, um, the thing is, it's all about communication. So the person won't feel like, you know, we're embarrassed or it's all about privacy. I just feel like when you put everything out there for the public, you really can't move like you want to. You can't. I really feel like you can. Mm-hmm. And like you said, everybody thinks they have the right to chime in on your relationship. No, you don't. You, when you post it on, you know, social media. Like oh, that. I agree that they don't. I most definitely agree that. Oh, no, sweetie, you, you really don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, like, I couldn't even tell you the last time I really posted a man on, on my Instagram or whatever. But when I did, that's because I was just meeting a lot of podcast people that I was affiliated with. And it's just weird because, you know, my aunties would say, well, is that your new man? Or well, I was like, what are you talking about? I didn't even know they was watching my page like that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So just to post a guy on your page and somebody's automatically thinking that's your new man. What does that say about this whole social media era? I agree. I think the last time I post, I the last time I posted anywhere in the vein of this was. I remember our the doctor and I our first date. I posted my outfit and getting ready to go on the date. And then I remember I did Snapchat us in the restaurant. I Snapchat. Okay, so we were on the date and it was like the ambiance was so nice. And I happened to Snapchat us walking through, you know, the restaurant to the back. Um and the, like I said, the ambiance was so great. I think I got maybe his blazer and his, you know, the back of him from like the blazer, the jeans and the sneakers. And that was it. And I was just like, I remember like, damn, like this nigga's walk is like, oh, like, <laughs> woo. I was a little, I was a little hot and bothered. I was a little wet in the pee pee hole. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And that was it. No face, no case. But that that was the one and only time because like he just had this swag. And then the just how the 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 restaurant was laid out and the lounge and everything. So that was the lot, and that was 2016. That was August. Because I remember, um. I remember very distinctly calling drama right before I was going on that date, and I was like. I'm having a panic attack. And he walked me through it. But yes, that was the last Aww. time that I posted anything about being on a date. I have a question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the the main thing we're here, we're talking about our struggles and stuff. And I mean, I know we all said a whole lot, but I want to know what is y'all's actual struggle. So I'm going to tell you what mine is. My struggle with, you know, updating is trust. And I... I, unfortunately, I hate to say it, I have a hard time trusting myself, and I damn sure I have a hard time trusting others. So, so mine is trust. So what is your, you guys struggle with the, in dating? For, for me, it is expectation. Mm. So, so it is, so the one expectation I have is just that trust and trust but honestly like i want you to be honest with me about whatever is going on in the relationship or whatever you think 
that the that may go on in the relationship because I've had conversations with friends and I've always said that if your lover came to you and you all never had the conversation about what you actually wanted the relationship to be and if they brought up what they want the relationship to be and it did not gel with what you thought it would be how would that work for you in a relationship because I've always gone into relationships with the mindset of and this is horrible to do, but I do it. I do it with the mindset of, oh, he's a man. He's going to cheat. Right. Mm. And that's horrible because it doesn't it doesn't give that person the uh, it doesn't let that person stand on fair ground because I'm already assuming bad things. So I've gone into relationship, whereas I've always asked up front um since i was in my 30s and i was dating this guy um and i said because of your age and because of your lack of experience in gay relationships do you want this to be an open relationship and at first he said yes and i said okay fine but he was under the impression that an open relationship meant that he would sleep with women and i would sleep with women and i had to remind him oh no sweetie i'm gay so that means I'm gonna sleep with men if I if I if the option was there because we're in an open relationship. So oh that God. immediately went to well, no, we ain't gonna have no open relationship. Well, you cheated anyway. Um. Uh, and then when I then when I did it again with another younger guy, it was well, you cheated anyway. And then you cheated and had a whole baby. Um, okay. So what caught my ear? You said expectation of trust. I. I Okay, so I'm a firm believer that we shouldn't have expectations of nobody. So I don't feel like trust should even be an expectation. Trust should be automatic. And I agree, but people have the assumption of selling themselves. Uh, okay. Into, into what they think they want you to be. And I mm-hmm. always come with, no, 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 no. Don't give me the brand that you have created for yourself. I really want to know who you are as a person. Because right. I've always, and I've always told my friends this when they're in relationship is, when they say, um, especially with Tron, um, in the past it always been, and even some of my other friends, it's always been, oh, well, I want you to meet. And I'd be like, oh, child, no, I don't want to meet your lover because of A, B, C, D. And, and, and I'm not, I don't feel like being fake fun with these people. And, and this relationship needs to last at least a year or so before I meet these people. Right. Um, because, because they have a tendency to want to sell themselves to me yes. because you have positioned myself in your life as, as the um, as the all-knowing and all-being, and they want <laughs> my approval. And I don't like that because I never get to know the real person. So I always tell them is that when you go on some dates and 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 a and a restaurant or a server type of situation is 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 exposed in that dating, let me know how they treat the server. And then I'll decide if I want to meet that person. So if they treat the server with someone who they actually respect as the person that is serving them. And they're nice and kind, and the tip is okay. I'll meet them. But if there's a hesitancy there with, oh well, you know, like he he like he did get snappy with the server or the waiter. Oh, okay, well that ain't the person I need to meet. Right. That's the no, I like how you protect your energy because that would be draining and exhausting. If you know, okay, I want you to meet this person, and they're not even with the person the following week. Yeah, and because and because I ran into situations where it's like, oh, I want you to meet Chris, and I said, oh, okay, I'll meet Chris, and then next week, well, who is this? Oh, this is this is Jamaica because me and Chris make, and then I'm like, oh, okay, well, 
And then I go out there <laughs> later and I done ran into the current one, Chris and Jemaica. And I'm like, oh, well, hey, children. So that's okay. why I'm always like, oh, I can't, I don't want to meet any of your dates. Like, I need this relationship to last because I just don't, I don't want to meet, I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want the, them to have to go through these selling themselves to me. And I don't want mm-hmm. to go through that even in my own relationships because I'm very upfront with men when I meet them. And the, and, and because one of the things that, especially in the gay community, it's always is case in point, make this really quick because I know we're on a time schedule. Case in point, met this guy and he was like, um, he was like, so, um, so yeah, I saw your profile pictures and I think I had sent him a picture of like me with my motorcycle helmet or something. He was like, oh, so you butch butch. And I was like, what? He was like, I mean, like, 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 you, like you, he was like, yeah, like you thug, you trade. And I'm like, no, I'm just an average dude. Like, ain't no, like, no, he was like, oh, I mean, well, he was like, well, what did that mean? I said, well, I'm just a guy. Like, I'm just a regular dude. Like, I sit at house, I watch TV. Now, what kind of shows do you watch? And I'm like, oh, I watch, like, and I gave him all my shows. And of course, if you listen to me give you my shows, you think I'm sitting at home planning to go rob banks and commit murders. <laughs> because of the shows that I watch. But, and he's like, oh, okay. So, we go out and I invite him over. Now, we, my apartment is very shawam and very decorated. Yes. And But then, also, um, I have at least 30 coach bags in my apartment. And because of storage, I have at least 10 of them on my couch until I make room for them in my closet. So he comes in, he's like, whose bags are these? And I'm like, they're mine. He's like, oh, I didn't think you tote bags. I'm like, well, they're like overnight bags. Like, you see how big they are? That's like if you go on a day trip or something, I can throw something in the bag. Yeah. He was like, oh, I said, because every time you see me, I have a backpack. Like when I'm out, you'd see me with a backpack. He was like, oh. And I said, well, hold up. Wait a minute. I said, before you like sit down and get comfortable, is that, are those bags on the couch going, is that, that an issue for you? He was like, I mean, no, I just didn't expect like a guy like you to tow the bag. And I'm like, so let me break this down. So I said, I was going to give you my history really, really quick. I said, so this is going to decide whether we move forward or not. He was like, well, what? I said, so I did drag. He said, okay. He said, what does that mean? I said, Everything you think it means is what it means. I'm not going go to yes. go into no details with you and all that kind of stuff. I said, so when I said I did that, yes. so he was like, really? And I said, yes. I said, the last time I did drag was 2004 or five. He was like, oh, okay. I said, so that lets you know how I am with drag. I said, as far as my apartment is concerned, I like nice things. I like a nice apartment. I said, as far as my dress is concerned, I like to dress very simple. And sneakers, tennis shoes, t-shirts, that's it. But I said, as far as bass are concerned, I do like that. I said, are there guns in my bags with masks? And I'm not finna go rob a bank for you to prove you how thuggish I am? No, I'm not. I said, so if this does not work for you, and if you need a nigga from the streets, I'm not that nigga. Okay. So then he goes and he says, well, no, that's not what I meant, and yada, yada, yada. So then we sitting on the couch, and and you could tell it was very uncomfortable and very tense. So me being me, I said, you know what? Because this seems to be uncomfortable for you, we can go ahead and end this night. No hard feelings. And if you want to hit me up, you can hit me up. If you don't hit me up, I'm fine with that too. And that was the end. That was it. Because in my head, I'm thinking to myself, I'm not going to perpetrate this pseudo-masculine thing that you have conjured up in your head about what you want. Because you you and your good girlfriends have sat around and told you, Ooh, I have to have, so I want a piece of trade and I want mm. this. And I'm like, I'm like okay, well, if that, baby, first of all, trade ain't making what I'm making. Trade ain't living how I'm living. 
Let them let them know. <laughs> That's why, why they trade you? because they ain't got no money. Right. Oh, so, so so if you want to trade. Trade ain't finna trade ain't, trade ain't finna live in this area code unless he's in a homeless ship. Like don't like don't do that. So so those are the type of things that I'm like, do I even want to be bothered in a relationship? And that's where the whole I'm not finna sell you something that I can't live up to on an everyday basis. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people still selling stuff. And and that's it. And I'm like, no, don't sell, like, don't if 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 you because I even have friends that do this, if you're riding around in a hundred thousand dollar car and you can't get the tire changed, you're not being that's not no, you can't call me and ask me for five hundred dollars to change your tire. You're in a hundred thousand dollar car, you should have five hundred dollars to get your tire changed. Right. Correct. Now, John, what about you? What is, what is your what is yours? My struggle? Yeah. These niggas. So <laughs> the struggle is. I can't stand you. I just, so my thing is this. I am a man of a certain age. 40 is right around the corner. Why are we all talking like we're 80 years old? Ooh, baby. <laughs> no, what I'm, no, what I'm saying is this. I feel... I ain't dated since last century. <laughs> I feel that at our, at our age bracket, because we're all in the same age bracket, that you should be an adult. Like you should conduct and carry yourself like an adult. It's mm-hmm. not about the social economic piece. It should be, you should be an adult. You should have home training. You should know how to navigate through this world and you should be able to navigate in spaces when it comes to dating. When I say these niggas, so I'm on Tinder and you know, I'm on Facebook dating. And like I said, oh my god, I want to go into that. That's the next episode. Yes, because yes. I just started it. I just started. Yeah. So I'm there. And my thing is this: I look at it as it's Tinder, it's Facebook dating. It's not Jack, it's not Grinder, it's not Scruff, it's not Adam for Adam, it's not BGC with the blue page. It's not that's oh, BGC, bitch. Yes, so bad. <laughs> so I and I'm not, I'm not. 21, I'm not 25, I'm not 30, I'm 39. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at it as I'm putting everything, being transparent on my page, what I'm looking for, what I'm what I'm about, what I'm not about. So I don't expect to be inundated with messages. Are you a top? Are you a bottom? Right. Uh, What you getting into? What does that matter? Like I'm not, I'm I'm not trying to fuck you. I'm trying to get to know you. Right. It says I'm not looking for a quick fling. I'm looking to potentially get with someone. And I'm it's not even I'm not, I'm saying I'm looking for a relationship. I'm open to getting to know people. So I'll share this. It it starts out cool and then it gets it gets juvenile real quick. What you are not about to do to me as a grown ass man in his career is text me five times in the span of six hours a WID text. Sir, I universal. That is universal for men and women. I told you 15 minutes ago, (laughs) I'm on my way to the gym. And Jackie can attest to this. 
If I am in the gym, I don't take my phone in the gym. Mm -hmm. I have a separate iPod for the gym. Mm -hmm. I take my headphones. I take my iPod because I don't want, I don't want my phone. I don't want to fall down a TikTok rabbit hole. I don't want to have text messages. I want to focus on the music and the task at hand. So that is what I do when I go to the gym. So if I tell you, hey, I'm someone that goes to the gym X amount of times a week. I let you know, hey, I work in finance. I have bankers hours. Um, why are you texting me at a Thursday, a random Thursday where there's no holiday, there's no 4th of July, Veterans Day. It's, it's a Thursday in June at mm-hmm. 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. I'm working. If I if I were to be on, you know, PTO, I, w- I would have told you that. So those things, it's just like, okay. And then another pet peeve of mine is if we're on Tinder, I put the max amount of pictures, recent pictures on Tinder. So you know what I look like. And, Sorry. you know, I assume that you have the same thing. So if we cross that bridge where we're like let's exchange phone numbers you don't need to ask me to send you a picture you don't need to send me seven pictures i don't need that let let's have the conversations you are aware of what i look like i am aware of what you look like clearly we've matched so i don't get so it's like come on so to me that's juvenile and then just the People have weird social cues that they don't follow. So those are things that, you know, irritate me. And I'm just like, oh my God. Like mm-hmm. I I can, there's a lot I don't, I can deal with. And I have a, there's, I have very few deal breakers. But my thing is those rules of engagement initially, those are the things that I'm like, yo, I, I can't keep doing this cycle. It's just like, I see why you're single. I see, because you, you don't, <laughs> have any substance you just you're so programmed on the same three settings are your top or your bottom what you doing and then my thing is when is the chatting gonna get to you know let's meet up for drinks and i'm just at the place where i am comfortable and because people don't realize we're still in a pandemic like i i'm uh, hello very cautious I have grandparents that I'm, I'm having to be around. Mm-hmm. I don't like to right. that. That I'm around very frequently, daily. So I don't want to be out here just all willy-nilly. I just got my second booster. I'm masked up. You know, I sanitize. I practice social distancing. So for me to even want to meet up with you with the right safety protocols, like, it's not even getting to that. It's just like, are you see Like, we just... I don't want a pen pal. Like I want to get to know somebody. Like pen pals. This isn't 1994. Like I don't. I, I don't need that. I, I need to either we're going to chat because we put everything on the table to see if that same energy and same dynamic translates to in person. And if it does, great. And if it doesn't, okay. So I, I've I've had some hits there, and you know, of course, there've been a lot of flops because you know I was telling Jackie. And I, I didn't even think I told you at one point, Donald, there was a guy, I, I was actually going out, we met on Facebook dating, and mm-hmm. we actually went out on dates in the height of the pandemic, 
um, the fall of 2020. And I was just like, okay. And it, it was that natural progression. But of course, he was an older gentleman. He was, you know, 12 years my senior. But I feel like the older guys are just as bad as the, like, there used to be a thing that if you were an older guy, you know, you were more secure, you were more mature, you you knew how to navigate the world, and the younger guys were just like, yo, let's fuck, you know, let's do this, and I'm just like, and now the lines are blurred on both sides, so Mm. that that is my struggle right now. I'm going to say this, Um, you know, this, this, without getting it all into this dating app and all this stuff, I'm just talking about just meeting people in general. And you come across a person, you know, you're trying to get to know each other. If you know you are not on the level, the space, the porch, the street of the person you're trying to communicate with, walk away. This, this is where these pretenders come in, like Drama was talking about. You're trying to portray something you think that I want because right. you know where I'm at in life. If you're not there in life, you know, kind of like um what's established and whatever whatever establishes for you, go focus on yourself. This is what's that's what's wrong with a lot of people. They're not focusing on themselves and getting themselves together and preparing themselves to even try to be a better half or whatever the, you know to somebody you know in a relationship or whatever so mm-hmm. I, I feel like a lot of people just out here wasting each other's time right don't waste my time i do i do feel like that but so so but let me say this with all of that and with everything that we have said i do believe that all of us still believe in love or at least deep like i do um, I do think that we still believe in the possibility of a good relationship. Mm-hmm. But I also believe that we are very realistic about what that looks like for us on an individual basis as opposed to what the world thinks it should look like. Right. So then my question is, is that... If something was to present itself to you in the forms of in the form of a relationship, how honest and open would you actually be into going into a relationship before you before you think to yourself, oh, I'm just not gonna do this because it's Tuesday. Right. Let me, let me because we can and, and I said that because we can talk ourselves out of relationships as quickly as we can talk ourselves into relationships. Right. And I don't want the consensus to be is that if you don't check box one, two, three, and four, or if you are if you check in box one, one, two, three, and six, but four and five are not checked, then I'm not going to be interested in you because that's not the case. Because I myself, I know I'm not going to check all the boxes when it comes to you know. Um, right. meeting somebody and them finding me attractive and things of that nature. But I do want somebody that's open to getting to know me for who I am in person and then let's see where that goes. Because in this society, it's very much to the, and I hate this about us, but it's very much to the, I'll meet you on Monday, I would know by Wednesday, um, like Wednesday, whether I'm going to move in with you on Friday. Oh, no. Oh. Like I know the gay community, it kind of works like well in yeah. the gay community, it kind of works like that depending on where you are in life. 
Um, and that's why I always say, well, don't sell me on the road. Don't sell me on this fantasy of who you are if you can't tell me who you really are because we're going to eventually find out and I don't want it to be months or years down the road and then the real you show up. Okay, well, I'm going I'm to put it out here like this because I know where I'm at in life right now. Before, I didn't know where I was. And I'm if somebody approaches me right now, I don't know, with a potential romantic interest and looking for a relationship, I'm going to turn it down because <laughs> I know that's not what I want in life right now. Um, okay. I, I don't want, a, I, like I was telling John the other day, I miss companionship. Companionship and relationship is different. And I think yes. pe people getting it confused and combining the two. Like, just because I say I miss companionship, that's, that doesn't mean I want a man. Um, right. I just want companionship every now and then, adult companionship, adult conversations and stuff. So I'm not dating. I'm going to switch it up. I'm, I'm socializing. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm trying to just meet different people of interest and stuff. And then if, I don't know, if something comes up down the road and something sparks, then maybe we can start dating. I need to socialize first before I start dating it again. And that's what I don't I'm even want to date. I, huh? I, honestly, I, I don't even want to date. I just want to cuddle bird. I want to cuddle and then I want you to go home. <laughs> I didn't want to cuddle, eat a burger, and then I need you to leave. <laughs> Do I miss waking up next to a nice man in my bed in the morning? Nope, I, I do. don't. I do. You don't. I. I'm with drama. You. You can go. I after. I want. I want to cuddle. Yeah, we just can cuddle. I'm not here. I'm not big on cuddling. So I want to cuddle. I. I want to <laughs> chat. I want to laugh. I want to giggle. I want to drink. All that. And you know, have some snacks, and then, well. Getting late. I'll see you tomorrow. Or I'll see you. But you can. But I'll, you can do all the and cuddle. And cuddle, John. I, I just. I've, I've never really been a cuddler. I just. I haven't either. But I think that's. I think the like. And Jackie said the companionship part of it. Like it's like. Oh no, I want that too because I don't. I don't know if I want the commitment of what a date or dating is supposed mm -hmm. to look like, as opposed to me finding somebody that I jail with and then us going out to have a good time without expectations. Mm hmm. I'll hold I think dating puts expectations. You're supposed to date to get to know the person, not date to see if you can fuck them. And that's what people are on these days. Yeah. You're dating, that. To try, you're dating to try to fuck instead of dating to try to get to know somebody. So let me you, just socialize. It, we ain't even dating to fuck. Because if I could, if I if I want to fuck, I can walk out the house and run into some ass. Like right. that's not a thing. Like, so, so, yeah, so that's not a, that's not enough. Well, mm -hmm. this has been one book. This is us having the iconic drama decree on. Oh my God, stop. Beckett's episode of Jackie and John the podcast. Like, I know the listeners out there can feel my excitement because the way I speak about drama on this podcast, mm -hmm. the way I think. <laughs> you gush, and I can, I can see you blushing. Yeah, you blushing. People, <laughs> well, like, let me tell you, whenever drama is on the show, people are like, oh my God, I know you are over there, fanboy. I said, yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. I am that excited that you, you don't, get to have the people you look up to mm -hmm. in these spaces you know you meet your idols and they say you're not supposed to meet your idols because they can disappoint you but that is not the case with drama so 
for us to have such a great rapport with each other and for him to come on the show, I have been delighted and I have been just knocked off my socks every time. So I want to thank you, Drama, for coming on the show and being such a kind spirit Mm -hmm. and for being such a good friend over these last six, seven years. You, You have been nothing but inspirational and just a great energy and yes a great light yes you thank you drama. I, I appreciate you so much and i i appreciate you putting jackie and john together we're we're beyond ignorant i don't know how long me and john been doing jackie and john but it's it's never a 84 moment. years and we love it <laughs> we're still loving it <laughs> No, because it's it's always the it's always the thing of, and I have a habit of doing this. It's always the thing of of you seeing something when no one else sees it, and then putting it out into the universe and seeing will it will it actually like take root and will it grow. So so for you all to actually do that, that's like a big, um, uh, like a warm hug around my heart because it's like. Oh, I see this for you all. You all do this anyway. You ought to do it and then see what happens from it. So so for you all to continue to do it on the basis of which you do it is it like warms my heart to do it. Okay. As far as like the friendship and things of that nature, like because when we had John first talk, I know one of the first thing I told you is no, 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 no. I am just a regular person just like you. Do not set expectations on me because I know how quickly that can turn. And then ever since then, it has always been here is my phone number. I am your friend. Call me whenever. Yes. Because and people he will not buy that. He stuck right. by that. Because people know that I don't, they'll be like, hey, can I call you? And I'm like, oh, child, Facebook. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, no. Your energy gives me, I don't need to give you my phone number. <laughs> I, I just need a TikTok video drama. Just give me TikTok. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just bless the children once a month. Just like, head down to pray, and I'm running things down. Uh, oh. I, you know what the funny thing is is that as as much as people want me in front of like like social media stuff like that i am so much better behind the scenes i get it i get it i am so mm-hmm. i am so much better in organizing what somebody else should actually do i get it, 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 I get it. like that but we will definitely have to have you on again because for the dating apps, for the dating apps, because this one, Jackie, I, child, I'm, I'm, I'm actually doing it. I'm actually being proactive this time. But Jackie, take us out with something fun and flirty. No, 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 let drama take us out with something. Drama, fun. take us out with something very drama Dupree. <laughs> Give, 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 give the listener something because let, let me tell you before you go into it. What? I will text Jackie. My son was stung by 10,000 bees. Reverend, <laughs> when I tell you, I listened to the Reverend Jones episode. 